Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast where we discuss all things faith, family, and fun. I am Andrea here with my husband and co-host Joplin and we are coming to you live today from Honduras. Yeah, we've got a good show for you all lined out. You're going to hear some uh, vehicles in the background and uh, can't promise today's audio is going to be as good as it normally is. We're using the raw iPhone 12 audio today. But we've got uh, two team members with us that have traveled with us this last week. In fact, they go home tomorrow, and we wanted to interview them before they headed back to the USA. Uh, these two uh, ladies, Shelly and Danielle, uh, have helped us with our medical missions this week and um, also are part of our sponsorship program. Both of them sponsor kids in the program. And so kind of want to get their opinion on uh, team missions and what's going on here in Honduras. So, Andrew, where are we going to start? All right. Well, we are excited to have them here with us today. Um, we've had a really busy week, and so let's get started with our week. Um, Danielle has been here. This is her second time. Yeah, second time. And this is Shelly's first time. So, um, Shelly, I'm going to kick it off with you since it's your first time. Why don't you share with us a little bit about your week, um, and then we'll follow up with some medical things. Okay. Well, first off, I was so excited to actually be able to come. Um, I wanted to come last year, but with uh, starting a new job and everything, it wasn't feasible. But I said, I'm definitely going to come. And then when Danielle uh, had actually FaceTimed me when you guys were here last summer, she goes, Mom, the need is here for ultrasound. Can we make this happen? And I was like, I will see. And it actually fell into place really nicely, which we could talk more about later. But it's been a fantastic week meeting the kids, being a part of those missions, and then also implementing was this your first week ever doing any type of actual like uh, church mission work? Yes, my for, absolute first, first time. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, now that you've done it, um, did it meet your expectations? Uh, more so. Um, <laughs> I, I'm an emotional person anyway, as anybody who knows me. Um, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm probably going to cry a little bit. I already know that I love these kids. Um, I love Honduras just through what Danielle and the church members and stuff have shared with me. and. Uh, testimonies and such but it, there's just no way to describe it unless you come yourself yeah and actually have feet on the ground here breathe the air see the scenery hug the people it's incredible there's just I could talk about it for hours and you still can't fully grasp the love in mm. this country it's really special it's just love is the number one word I can describe they want to be loved so badly, and they want to love you, and they do so much. That's awesome. How about you, Danielle? Uh, this is your second trip, <laughs> so um, tell us yeah. a little bit about the second time around, and uh, maybe just... yeah, a little bit about just you personally in the trip, and then we can come to you know your part as a medical. Absolutely. Uh, my first time coming was last year, and like like Mom was saying, just blew expectations out of the water. You come thinking you might be able to help a little bit. But anybody who has any medical anything, the training that you have, applying it here, it's tenfold. Um, it's just incredible. I've sponsored Mauricio, my kiddo, since he was five years old. And, you know, it, it started with tracing each other's hands and sending it back and seeing his hand grow over the years and seeing his sweet letters. But that bond exponentially grew, being able to hold him and see him cry. And, you know, and then the family grows and they name a child after you it's just it's just so special you know and um it's just hard to explain how much you love somebody already before seeing them 
and then you get to come down here and they're just so accepting and it's just such a special community. I take a lot of what I see here and try to apply it to my home in Kansas with my own children because it's just such raw emotion and they have what little they have they want to give you. It's just really special. So, and then medically, is that the second part of it? Well, before, before moving to medical, yeah. I, I just, I, we have lots of people that tell us, hey, I'm thinking about going on a mission, a little nervous about it. I don't know if you, everyone has uh, reservations and a lot of the reservations are legit you know sometimes people are afraid to go to a country they've never been to mm -hmm. or they don't know much about a lot of people don't know much about Honduras sometimes there's concerns with safety um, and uh, we're in a very safe place where we come but people are still hesitant um, you know you're spending anywhere from seventeen hundred to two thousand dollars to make it happen and um but we have so many people that have told us hey i'm thinking about going i'm just hesitant what would you say to those people that are truly sincerely interested but have this reservation and just pull the trigger and say we're going to do it we're going to go um i would just say do it do if it. there's even <laughs> if there's even a uh faith of a mustard seed that you should be there the answer is go mm -hmm. and a god's going to reward you for doing it because you're being his vessel and no, no part of me comes here and is regretful for that decision. It's just so impactful. And more so you think you're coming to help, but it blesses you tenfold just to be a part of this experience and to be loved so deeply like they do. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, yes, 100%. Safety-wise, you come here and they're just so happy that you're here. You're helping their community. You're the reason that their kids are getting fed. They go out of their way to make sure that you're comfortable. Yeah. It's such a safe place. Um, that. yes do it <laughs> and, see you next trip <laughs> yeah and as far as like the monetary if they're yeah. they're feeling led to do it but yet they don't think oh I can't come up with that kind of money just kind of pace it out mm -hmm. I myself was guilty of kind of waiting till the last minute to do it because life got in the way but if you just conscientiously just kind of put a little yeah. bit aside for it yeah. and we treat it like time prepare the year for it um, it, you won't feel it, it mm -hmm. it'll be just That's you know good. it'll be so um, you just won't even notice the difference, which is what my plan will be because for anybody who's listening, first time coming, I will be coming every summer. <laughs> I am, I know this is my calling. Mm -hmm. I questioned that, I did, mm -hmm. because I thought they've got so many already there. What could I really do? Oh, I could do some sono, but even if I wasn't doing ultrasound here, I would still be coming. Still yeah. Yeah. Because they want to be loved and they want to love you. Mm -hmm. in, that yeah. relationship. I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we have we have almost an eighty percent return rate. Wow. The the oh, number yeah. of people who travel with our teams and and almost look at it as a bucket list item. I've yes. always wanted to do a mission trip. Mm -hmm. And so they, they come for their first time, not knowing what to expect. Almost eight out of ten of those people return with us and so uh, it says something about what's going on here yeah. Andrea um, tell tell our listeners a little bit about kind of what we did this this week uh, with medical missions and then I want we got some specific questions for these ladies 
Yeah, so this week um, we had the opportunity to go out in like both of our villages and work diligently all day long to do medical and dental. And so that meant they went from our nurse's station and got an evaluation just to make sure that, you know, all their vitals and stuff look good. And if they were having any problems, they could get um, those needs addressed. And then if they were experiencing any kind of pain or something, we had Shelly with us who was able to then do a sonogram, which was cool. And she can tell you about that in a minute. Um, but we have never had that option available. And so it was amazing. Um, we also hired some local dentists that came out and as soon as the kids visited medical they were able to go to dental and then have an evaluation on their teeth get treated with fluoride and then if they needed teeth um, work done teeth extracted because uh, there's a lot of abscess out there um, the kids were then able to be treated for um, their teeth that needed pulled and so we were just thrilled because we didn't realize uh, we knew what the community need was great because we've just seen these teeth that are looking just awful like they needed treatment but these kids were actually really thankful because they've just constantly been in pain and so it was it was awesome to just watch all these things come together this week and be a part of that so um the first station that our kids went through was our just nurses checkup station mm-hmm. um tell our listeners you know what are the things that that you were finding some of the common problems that these kids are facing sure so we'd come, they'd come through, I would just do a head to toe assessment, um, just see how they're looking neurologically and everything. Uh, the kids are sharp, they're built tough down here. But the number one thing I'm seeing over and over is just extreme cases of dysentery. Uh, what that is essentially is an infestation of worms, parasites in their gut. Um, I was really concerned because they were palpable, I could feel them, they were endorsing the signs and symptoms of just chronic pain. Um, when a four-year-old looks you in your face and says, I can't sleep more than two hours at a time because I feel a move and it hurts, mm-hmm. um, it's just hard. Um, so I knew that we could deworm them. We got on top of that really quickly, but I also, in the back of my mind, thought, I have no imaging like we have in the US to confirm that. What if I'm wrong? What if it's more than that? What if these worms have infiltrated an organ? I have nothing but my hands and what they're telling me what I'm seeing visually. Mm-hmm. So that's when I FaceTimed my mom last year and I thought, if there's any way that it's possible to get some imaging down here, you would be able to see it, we'd confirm it. I had a 16 year old girl last year, I thought for sure had appendicitis that could kill you if you leave that untreated. Mm-hmm. I, I dewormed her, had her return the next morning, thank God that's all it was. But we could have figured that case out within 30 seconds. Mom could have looked at her appendix, seen that it's inflamed, centered out of the clinic, we would cover that, you know? Yeah. So it's just another resource that would have been so vital. So that's what they do with me. I treat them head to toe. I bring, this time I was able to bring antibiotics, pain medicine, um, we'll deworm them, just different things like that. You're actually able to get those locally at the pharmacy as a nurse, so that was awesome. I think a lot of our listeners don't always realize that um, the communities that we help here in Honduras actually majority of them had never really seen a doctor yes. until last year when we had nurses yeah. um, check them out and so there was never an evaluation there was never vitals mm-hmm. um, what kind of spawned us to have this happen in the first place was that um, there was a little girl that we found that was so so sick and she was just infested with you know you name it bacterial infection to five different parasites yes five five different things that she had going on in her and so she was just months away from death we did find that out but we were able to send her here locally to get some help um, but that really just spawned us to think you know how many other kids in this yeah. village have things similar going on shortly after there was another girl that died uh, she was in our program we were never ever told she had anything wrong with her 
there was never um, you know hey she's been feeling sick or ill or something's wrong um, she just died and so we thought if we could have got on top whatever this little girl had months ago a year ago maybe this wouldn't have happened and so it has been amazing for us to go into a community where there is no health um, you know pediatric checkups check going on there is no doctor readily available and they don't have the financial uh, means to actually go to the doctor in the city and so it has been a huge blessing to go out there and provide these things yeah in a minute I want to talk about the machine you used but first I just want to talk you know what was it like doing sonograms what did you find out what did you see it was incredible. Um, I've been doing ultrasound for well, about 19, 20 years and all kinds of imaging actually. And this by far was just the most rewarding. Yeah. These were people who were in a desperate need um, that could or have never been able to have imaging or ever be able to get imaging. And so the fact that I was able to do that for them was just such a blessing. Um, not just the little kiddos, but the mamas. Yeah. And the dads. Yeah. And we um, had adults lining oh, up. They were lined <laughs> up. Like forty puppies. When they when they heard that was there. Uh -huh. um, we, was, we had adults lining up to get in line after it, we got the kids through. It was incredible. And at one point. I wasn't even paying attention because I was just going from one person to the next and I happened to just look up from my machine and there was a line of 40 people and this was on day two. I don't think you were there, Jocelyn, but we had yeah. four people and Danielle's like, whoa, 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 we gotta, we gotta see, see I need to have so them tell her first. what's wrong. And yeah. they were so excited for the opportunity to be seen and the yeah. technology. It's just unheard of. They've never yeah. had that. And um, to be able to see all the pregnant mamas, because what I did notice here is probably eight out of ten their menstrual cycles are so irregular they don't know if they're pregnant or not mm -hmm. they think oh I might be I might not be and if they do think they are they have no idea how far along they are mm -hmm. they definitely don't know if they're having boys or girls so mm -hmm. that was a little extra out of bonus so but to be able to say, okay, this is how far along you are, and this is when your babies do, so you can prepare for it and mm -hmm. think about it and be excited about it. Um, there was one gal, I think it's actually somebody that you guys sponsor, that they knew I was gonna be there, and so several of the family, even the husband yes, was there, the dad, and he was able to video it, and it was just such a wonderful experience, and to be able to confirm that yes, you are having a boy, and um, so there was a one of, I think it was Troy's, um, sponsor mama yes. um she has girls and i was able to tell her she's having a boy and she yes. just yeah. cried she was so excited to go home and tell her husband i've given you a son yeah. your uh, and it was your just child yeah, it was just such a wow. wonderful yeah. wonderful opportunity for me to be able to share that with them how, how many pregnant um, ladies would you say you checked oh goodness two days? i think in the two days i probably saw mm, 25 maybe wow yeah, and all ranged from like eight weeks along clear up into 35 weeks. I think and it's half of them, I'd say, didn't even know they were pregnant. So to be able to okay. witness that joy. So really quickly so on that note, and this is just a, such an incredible thing. This gal came up to me, and she thought in her mind, I probably do have worms. She was feeling the movement. Her belly was bloated. She was having abdominal pains here, moving and everything. She thought she was going to have worms. And so she thought, like everyone else, I'll just have it looked at. I'll be treated. She was 32 weeks pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. So when I tell her she's pregnant and she was going to have a girl, she sobbed. She was sobbing. First pregnancy. Oh. Wow. I had no idea. 
wow. and I she was not so known excited. had that baby come in the middle of the night. She yeah. just automatically <laughs> thought, I'm going to be treated for something like everyone else in my village. Wow. It was wonderful. What, what were some of the um, negative things that you saw um, with the kids? Uh, with the kiddos? Um, Several of them was just the worms, and uh -huh. that was uh, confirming. They would go see Danielle, and she'd be like, I just want to confirm that this is what it is. It's not appendicitis. The appendix would look good, and then I would go over. Um, normally, you wouldn't see worms if there's just, like, a few in the, in the intestines. But they're so infested with them, and the fluid that's in the intestines, you can visibly see them on ultrasound swimming around and diving around in there. Wow. You can just see it. And... As scientifically, I don't want to say the word awesome. I mean, as a as a sonographer, it's incredible to see it. As a professional, so rare but it's so heartbreaking yeah. to yeah. see it with kids that you love and have a personal relationship with. Um, so I would get back with Danny and say, yeah. I'd show her a thumbs up, like, yes, this is a positive. It's, it's just worms. We can help with that. Nothing yeah. is infiltrating. Not Organs we're, look good. We're, we're treating all of this. We've yeah. ordered the medicine. We'll have it here in like two or three days for team number two to get it to all of these folks. We've got almost 200 people that were uh, getting uh, supplies for to treat for worms. So could you tell us a little bit about the machine itself yes. that, that we're using? So the machine that we're going to be, we have been using is a mind rate and it's a laptop. Um, it's our Z60 unit um, and it's awesome. I had been familiar with mind rate before I use it at my, where I work at now. Um, I love that manufacturing. It's great. Portable. It's a portable sonogram, sonogram device. Yes. So when you usually go to the doctor or to the hospital, you'll see the big ultrasound machine. That's uh, just a huge machine that on rolls wheels. around on yeah. wheels um, that goes up next to the bed. This is a, literally a laptop version. You put it on some type of a table device, um, pop it open just like a big laptop, hook in your camera, and away you go. And it's it's the imaging is incredible. I love yeah. MindRay and I've used it for years and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So we we were blessed, super blessed, to be able to borrow <laughs> that machine. Could you imagine had we not had the machine uh, and just not been able to do what you were able to do? But we were able to borrow it this one time coming in, mm -hmm. but our goal at Extra Mile Missions is to be able to purchase our own. Yes. And um, we, we, I think we're about three thousand dollars shy of making that happen and so uh, if any of our listeners want to help us reach that goal this is something that's going to be used for years to come we're going to look for opportunities yeah. to use it in our other missions as well it was it was a big hit and i'm I, can i say something i'm gonna i'm gonna say something here well, i guess we can't say no yeah. i wasn't real sure how useful it would be but you know, I'm not a sonotech, and I don't know, you know, and I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor. And uh, one of my general rules is, unless I think something is a bad idea, I let people try it. I, I, I don't like shutting people down, and saying no, we're not going to do that. And so I was like, I don't know if there's a real need for it, but yeah, you can try it because this was your guys's idea. Mm -hmm. And I was truly shocked um, after watching everybody line up um, after the things you were able to see after seeing how helpful it was to verify like bad infestations of, of worms and I give us was, a go ahead i think it was really cool because we not only just had the kids um come but 
uh, one of the coolest stories was there was this little old man that stood in line forever. Oh, and I mean, there was a bunch of girls, and I thought to myself, well, really to my grandpa, and I'm like, you would not stand in line for that. But the poor little guy had been having pains consecutively all the time, and he didn't care. He didn't care. He wanted to get up there and see her. And so he did. And she, you were able to confirm that he had mm -hmm. kidney stones. I did. But just to, I've had kidney stones before. And so I know that it makes me feel like I could be dying. Something's mm -hmm. wrong. And yeah. until you know what it is and that you're actually going to be okay and that they just need to pass, but it's going to be rough, um, it's hard. And so mm -hmm. I thought, mm -hmm. you know, of just those people out in the community, be able to confirm that, you know what, this is indeed what you have yeah. and mm -hmm. it won't kill you, but it's going to hurt yeah. really bad, um, yeah. especially in the one that we saw. It would pass on its own, but mm -hmm. just be well, able to confirm with that. And there were two cases that I did have, one on each day, that we that are needing immediate medical treatment. I mean, beyond yeah. the worms. Um, the one that we did on Monday, this gal had huge gallstones in her gallbladder. Yeah. Gallstones don't go away. They just get bigger and more painful. And they, they, she was in such excruciating abdominal pain, vomiting after every meal. And I look at her and her whole gallbladder is just impacted with these two huge gallstones that every time she tries to eat anything or drink anything, they're just causing her such pain. She needs to have her gallbladder taken out. Mm -hmm. She would have never had that. She would have assumed she, she has dysentery that. just like everybody yes. else. And she would have dealt with that pain forever. Yes. Yeah. And then the gal that I did on Wednesday, she comes up mm -hmm. and looks, looks eight pregnant. pregnant. So I sent her back oh, to get her baby. <laughs> and she tells my translator, no, no, I'm not pregnant. And my translator and I both look at each other like, mm. I think you might be, but I thought, oh, I'll take a look at her. She goes up there and lays down, and I put my camera on her belly, and all I could see throughout her whole entire belly was fluid. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fluid, fluid. We call that free, a side. Free floating fluid. And it's just free-floating fluid throughout her whole abdomen. It has to be drained yeah. to save her life. Wow. Yeah. And so she needed to get to the city, and they're going to have to do a procedure called a paracentesis where they will put a tube in and literally drain that fluid and out. It's a wow. super simple procedure. It takes 15 minutes. But if she stays in her village and continues to let that happen, we kill her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And she thought she's just bloating because of worms. So. so obviously there is a great need for this. Yes. And uh, I was surprised uh, beyond words. So mm -hmm. thankful for you guys coming. Thankful yeah, to have you on our team. And it's been amazing. Um, to our listeners, I, I can't overstate how much we need your help and um, donors that are capable of helping us do these things. I mean, if you truly have the funds to help, um, I just can't tell you how much we need them. Not just for the machine, but um, uh, like this lady that needs the surgery. Um, we are talking about a life here. You know, we, we will do what we can to help, but um, we have no source of income outside of our donors. And uh, we assure you, if you want to help us with our medical missions, um, you can donate at extramilemissions.org. All of your donations are tax deductible. We are 501c3. Just give a general donation. And if you want it to go towards our medical stuff, uh, just put it in the memo, medical stuff, sonogram. Um, or just medical. It'll all of our medical stuff's going to the sonogram thing uh, first, and then, um, anyways, we I could not imagine a scenario where we had too much. Um, yeah. There's the need is so vast, need. and yeah. so encourage encourage you guys that are listening. If you believe in what you're doing and uh, what we're doing, and you want to see the work continue, help us make that possible. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, you got any final thoughts as we close out the show? 
Um, I don't really have too many final thoughts other than it's just been a great week and we've uh, we've seen a lot of just different things that we were able to do this week that would not have been possible if we had not came and hadn't had you guys with us and a great team behind us. So That's right. we're excited what's happening in Extra Mile Missions. Can I add one thing? Yeah. We talked a little bit ago, any experience you have medical that you're applying in the States uses here big time, like yes. on any of it. Yes. It's all, it's all used. So yes. don't doubt that you're not a doctor, so you can't be used. Yes, absolutely. Well, Danielle and Shelly, thanks for being with us this week. Thanks for all your service this week. It was truly awesome to watch you guys do what you do. And um, thanks for being with us on our podcast. Thanks for having us. That's it for the show. Y'all have a good week. Happy Friday. <laughs>